0: Hi, and welcome to Carbon Podcast. This is an actual episode this week, which makes this episode 433. I am your host, Chris Truscott-Brown, and joining me is uh, whoever he decides to be with his intro.
1: Well, I'm Peter Dawson, and I'm definitely not currently dressed as Spider-Man, planning to jump in on Antonio Inoki 15 years ago. That was the thing I forgot to mention during the Antonio Inoki uh, sort of recap on his I, life
0: i appreciate that because honestly you filled the most you had the biggest segment out of last week's not an episode and that like that was just i still left so much out <laughs> yeah that was an abbreviated version and you sounded so sick
1: yeah i was not a hundred percent i mean yeah. my uh i'd been put po- dealing with um a post cold cold suck I don't know. I just want to. I just want to go on record as saying cold suck, because um, hmm. like I caught a cold right before Thanksgiving. Uh,
0: I was over the actual like chills and stuff. Which, but I, to clarify, this is Canadian Thanksgiving. Because yeah. if you're listening to this when it comes out and you're wondering, wait, Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet? Yes, it did. Or or Get you, good. Or, or if
1: and if you're an American listening to this and you think Thanksgiving didn't happen yet, you're actually wrong. Yeah would you anyway um but i had a lot of chest congestion which did not go away like it's finally pretty much gone i yeah. may still have a I, I hear a little bit of a scratch but
0: like that's I've also
1: me up. in general and i've been laying on my left side a lot because yeah on my right side enough. a lot uh for a reason i'm going to get into you after the theme song
0: Thank you. I was going to forget that. I figured we were because we were already going in deep, and I had more to say. Hey, Chris, I'm not even drunk this episode. I'm having my one podcast beer, but uh, yeah, we need you sober later. Sh- yeah, should I get into that, or should we finish the other thing?
1: Uh, I want to finish this thing before we Can't. get into that. But if you want to get into that, we can as well. I don't... I'm gonna be vague,
0: but yeah. I'm gonna
1: <laughs> no, get no, no, no. We're, we're we're airing our grievances. Mm-hmm. Uh, Festivus is starting early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a grievance with getting old. Which I'm sure you can sympathize with, being older than me. Uh, Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, visually side by side, we don't look that much difference in age, except for the hair. And even then, my my beard is starting to go white, man. (laughs) In the middle. Yeah, mine actually is surprisingly dark. Yeah. Uh, It's the opposite with you, because it's like, the top of my head, if there's gray in there,
0: you can't really tell. Uh, The thing is, like, yes, now my age, which I'm a couple years shy of 40, for the record... Uh yes now my age actually matches my hair, but yeah. for the longest time it was hard to I was like a Steve Martin it was hard to judge my age by my hair because I started going gray at thirteen and I was like full gray like as much as I am now at twenty mm-hmm. so that's wild yeah that's runs wild. in the family you're fucking Reed Richards man yep only when- Uh no I I went the opposite way
1: mm-hmm. I started at the top and it went down. Well I was just gonna say it's like you're you're less intelligent than him, but you're also less of a dick than him. So I am gonna call that to in your differ, favor. Sir. I was trying to give you an out after insulting your intelligence, man. Come on. Anyway. So cold suck, getting old sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh case in point, hey, did you know you can uh tear a muscle by
0: coughing? Uh I I mean I was aware of that, but I haven't really, uh, until now, I'm assuming Met somebody. Yeah, I fucking I- have. I'm <laughs> still dealing with that, man. It's uh, it's shit.
1: <laughs> uh, like I have to potentially go to a laser clinic because apparently, uh, there's laser treatments now for torn muscles. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm gonna probably look at uh, this week because I found out last Friday that the pain I'd kind of had in my head for a couple of days. Like, I thought it was, like, a cramp in my neck from just whatever, you know, like, I tweaked my neck, and it got worse, and it was starting to affect the top of my head. Like, the top of my head is actually on my left side. It's still a little tender because I tore a muscle on the back of my scalp. Ah just under where like
0: the curve is oh i was thinking it was like a chest muscle so you had like the neck spasm with you cough no and
1: yeah my head snapped back or something oh oh no and like basically like you know the neck the neck scrunch the neck fat something in there tore probably up near like i said near where the bridge is where like the the curve is oh man on the left hand side so it also is slightly fucking with my hearing well because what everything because basically A lot of internal yeah. bruising on the back left side of my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, because bruising is swelling, yep. and swelling is pressure, and pressure fucks with a lot of things. And I also had an ear infection on my left side before this happened. Of course so you did.
1: So, just to take precautions, I am still doing eardrops on my left ear just to make sure the infection side of this problem is gone, but it's probably mostly the swelling. And I've got a consultation coming up with a laser clinic. I don't know if it's going to be before Extra Extra Life. So in Extra life, I might be in a lot of painkillers and not be able to drink as much this year. Which, um, considering last year, is
0: probably a good thing. We're not going to bring those uh, those test tube shot glasses. That no, that wasn't the that wasn't last year. That was the year before.
1: That was twenty twenty. Oh yeah, because they twenty twenty one. I just got shit faced because I
0: did the right car but bomb, the test tube one three shots, you. and I think I did another beer in there. Something like, in like yeah, thirty you, minutes. You got. You went from fine to wrecked yeah. in about 20 minutes. And my stomach was empty. That was part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just the fact that I did. Speaking of. Two beers in four shots. I actually want to say something about um, medical appointments. Mm. Uh, but speaking of. Yeah, we got Extra Life coming up in just a few yes, weeks. Yes, we do. So coming up this weekend. Uh, what's the date, Peter? Help me out oh uh tomorrow yeah I can't... no saturday, saturday saturday
1: is october twenty second
0: yes so saturday october twenty second uh at uh what is it the oh man, I'm sucking at this, i'm blanking on the event entirely Pent- Pentacon? yes, it's Pentacon, but what's the location somewhere in pen Penticton well, it's okay, it's the Penticton trade and convention. Center or something Trade like that. Trade Center. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Penticton Trade Center. Penve- Penticton Trade and Convention Center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. On 723 I have... Power Street. I have barely started this one beer. How am I failing this much? Maybe I'm too sober. Maybe that's the right problem. Right next to the Penticton
1: Visitor Center, right next to Peach Park, right and... next to Hotel Penticton in the Ascend Hotel Collection.
0: And the SOEC. Yeah. Yeah, the South Okanagan, Okanagan Event Center, event Yep, center, the Penticton
1: yeah. Memorial Arena, uh, the Cleveland Community Theater, uh, what else we got here? Valley Taekwondo Penticton, mm-hmm. Queens Park Elementary School, Queens Park YMCA Childcare, Care, uh, Foodland Market, uh, the Black Forest, I love that place. That I've place never is pretty stay. great. I've never stayed, but that place always looks awesome. It, it, ooh, how many, how many stars does it have on Google, Chris? Quick, guess. Three. <clears throat> Close, 2.8. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, rounded up, you're right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting area. Anyway, that's where you're
0: going to be. Go on. Well, that's where we're going to be. No, you I'm not come. being there. Are you not there? Oh. I can't be there. I'm super busy this weekend. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be. That's all good. I was going to try to be, but I couldn't yeah. uh, commit. Fair enough. And now I definitely can't. Yeah. So we're going to be there representing Extra Life uh, for the Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but then the next weekend after that is our actual extra life event. Cause... Uh,
1: wait, Pentagon is this weekend or next weekend?
0: Oh no, two weeks. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, the next say. weekend is Halloween, which yeah. is on a Monday this year, yep. boo, but whatever. Uh, so two weeks from them is, uh... Our actual Extra Life event, which uh, we just had a meeting recently and uh, walked through the building. I think this year is going to be, as we have consistently done, better than ever. We learn every year. We've got some great stuff planned. And definitely check us out if you want to see our schedule and a description of what we're going to do. Uh, That is www.cbextralife.live slash donate. Again, as I always stress, the keyword here is donate because the entire reason we're doing this thing, which if I didn't already have gray hair every year, it would be the thing that gives me gray hair. But the reason we're doing it is it's for a great cause. It is raising money for BC Children's Hospital, which is the only children's hospital for the entire province of British Columbia. And the Northwest Territories. Uh, currently looking at the totals. Jacob
1: Weidman has raised four thousand and eighty-four dollars and fifteen cents. This is all in American. I'm not going to bother converting for each person. Nah. No. Sweetnims Knickknacks has raised fourteen hundred and twenty-eight dollars and forty-six cents. Uh, a guy named Peter Dawson has raised eleven hundred and twenty-eight dollars and eighty-five cents. <laughs> we don't care about him. Yeah. We we're actually thinking of not inviting him this year. Mm, fair enough. Uh, we definitely don't want to invite Jesse Nelson. Who, oh no, fuck that guy. Who's raised nine hundred and thirty dollars? Uh, Nathan Lungard with his three oh one forty five. Nice. Uh, Lynette Balmer with her eighty two eighty two. Uh, some Chris Truscott Brown. Pretty sure that's a fake name. Uh, hey, yeah, we're definitely. I thought we banned that guy years ago. Uh, oh, I missed that somebody actually had this username. Uh, Thiago Parmez Parmesano is 53.75 and uh your wife is at 43.75
0: hmm?
1: actually who the heck is thiago is
0: we that, don't we don't is know that, is that zach we don't know Do we legit? I'm, I'm not doing a bit we don't know <laughs> but we'll take it it's their third year yep who the
1: fuck <laughs> exactly Yeah, they just got the generic, man, this is going to be interesting to find out then. I really hope they reveal it on game day. All Uh, right. Maybe. All right. Uh, Yeah, so we're doing great. Uh, Our goal is 12,000 American, which is roughly 1,500 Canadian. Uh, That's not right. Sorry, 15,000 Canadian. Thank you. (laughs) 12,000 American, 15,000 American. It's because I I kept saying numbers with hundreds in them just a few Mm -hmm. moments ago. My brain, yeah. Didn't carry the zero or... Add the zero, whatever the fuck you want to say. Who <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. Well, that's not true. I give a shit because I care about... Okay, so real talk. Uh, when I was in the hospital getting my muscle checked out, mm-hmm. because, you know, I was somewhat concerned I might have a blood clot or something crazy like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, Right? I mean, you don't know. I've heard of people, and by heard of people, I mean, like, people in town having blood clots in their head that they thought was, like, a torn muscle or something. So, no. I don't think I was being too much of a hypochondriac there. No. And I mean, it was, I was in a lot of pain and wanted to know what the fuck was wrong with me. So, I'm in the freaking emergency room. There's a kid. Don't know his name, so I can't dox him. Thank God. Uh, it sounds like he has been going in and out of the hospital emergency room for fucking years. And he's like eight years old. And he had to make a decision if he wanted surgery or not. For whatever the fuck was wrong with him. I didn't catch too much because, you know, I was trying not to pry. But, like, I could hear him and his mom having a discussion about... Like, I did kind of chat with him at one point. And, like, that is a fucked
0: up amount of thing, pressure to put on a kid. Yeah, you shouldn't... You should talk to the kid... In a comforting way, if yep. you as the parent have decided that surgery is the best yeah. option for them,
1: well, you know, well, it's, talk them through it. That's what that's what she was trying to do as a parent. That's what she was trying to do. Yeah, right, because she didn't want to, you know, terrify her kid, understandably. Yeah. Um, and like, her and her husband were coming to the hospital in shifts. Uh, mm-hmm. Which also, there's other charities I can talk about, but I'm trying to focus on extra life. Like, so this is the type of shit that happens right? This is why we need to donate to hospitals Mm -hmm. because government gives them money, you know, they give, but they don't, they just, it's never enough. Yes. And healthcare is one of the biggest backbones of our country. You know, we always talk about how Canadians have free healthcare, whatever. We technically don't, you know, our healthcare system is, I think still in the top 20, but it's not the greatest of places with socialized medicine. Mm -hmm. And, I want to make sure every year we can donate more money to make at least make sure the kids side of things, if not everything, because, I mean, there's plenty of good, but we're talking about the kids here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to make sure that that number is always going up in our favor, that nobody's getting fucked by the system. Nobody is terrified, but who has to go through these terrible ordeals just is like can feel some semblance of security knowing that they're getting the best treatment possible that the facilities are up to stuff
0: you know well here here's the thing that and this is many children's miracle network hospitals all across north america Mm -hmm. but specifically being the hospital that we raise money for i am most familiar with the bc children's hospital What you need to do, it's a delicate balance that this hospital has to achieve. It's a huge job. What you need to do is be able to make the parents confident that their kids are getting the best, most up-to-date and competent and caring health care. But you need to treat the parents and the kids at the same time. Because what you need to do for the parents is reassure them that the healthcare is up-to-date and state-of-the-art. What you need to do for the kid is make them feel as much normal and comfortable as you can. You need to do sometimes horrifying things to the kid and with the kid. And you need to make them just feel comfortable and okay when it isn't. And and that that is the goal of the children's hospital. Is how do we make it good medical care, but make it not suck for the kid? Because the kid doesn't understand good care versus bad care. They understand good and bad and happy and sad. Yep. So that balance... Is something that BC Children's Hospital does very well, and they are continually trying to get better. This is an ongoing struggle, and and they can only do that with support and donations. So please
1: consider donating at www.cbextralife.live/slash/donate.
0: Hey, he got it! Yep. <laughs> Did he
1: have to look it up?
0: No. Oh.
1: All right. Chris, you said it earlier in the episode. Uh, yeah, but... I do have some cognitive cognitive abilities. Okay. Uh, Fair s- enough. Speech isn't one of them, but I yeah. don't think that's a cognitive ability. I think That's just speech.
0: So, all the praise still remains for BC Children's Hospital. Yep.
1: Oh, I, sorry, before we move on, I want to say something real quick. Uh, don't raise super brief aside. Spirit Halloween, uh, at least the, one in, the ones in Kelowna, They're also collecting money for uh,
0: BC Children's. Oh, nice. Yeah, just wanted to slip that in. Go on. Um, Not doing great, but again, not their fault. It's just underfunded. Is the Kelowna specific, but just Interior Health, which runs the Kelowna and surrounding area hospitals. They're not doing great. Do you remember, and this was probably roughly two years ago, do you remember, because I shared this on the podcast, when the vein in my leg burst? Yep, I remember. And it spurted, sorry Jacob, if you're listening, I didn't warn you, but yeah. So immediately that was a trip to the emergency room, uh, a fix, and then a consultation with uh. Uh, vascular surgeon um they they recommended uh the compression socks or compression leggings that i wear to this day and they also they recommended for the varicose veins from basically knees up were pretty severe and pretty bad i have the legs of an 80 year old it sucks uh But they recommended an ultrasound so they can properly diagnose what's going on and decide what kind of surgery should be done. And then just shortly after that, I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but um, there there was a a thing. It was like a virus that was going around. Uh, They referred to it as COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, That happened. And so, literally two years later, uh, last week, I, I get, I'm at work, and my phone starts ringing, and I'm looking, that's, uh, like, wait, that's Interior Health, why on earth would they be calling me? Because I completely forgot about this, and I was like, Interior Health, Interior Holy shit, really? And I grab my phone and run into the back room because I'm going to take this call. I'm finally getting booked for my ultrasound. Finally. That's ultrasound, good. two fucking year waiting list. If that isn't a giant embarrassment on our healthcare system, and I don't, I don't blame the doctors and nurses and all it's the other specialists, it's a backlog... But it's funding. There needs to be more funding. Like, I'm not upset. I'm actually baffled. But honestly, the fact that I was on a waiting list for an ultrasound for two fucking years, that is an embarrassment to our system and something needs to change. So yeah, I I got my ultrasound. That was pretty interesting because it's right there in the name. It's sound-based, so given that I work with audio a lot, it was pretty interesting to watch the waveforms hear the sounds of literally uh, blood rushing through my veins as she presses on different parts of my legs and wants to hear how the blood flow goes. That was fascinating to me. I know some people are squeamish, and I probably just made them really upset, but I thought that was a really interesting process. And already I have a follow up consultation with the doctor now that the lab results are in. That was the big stepping stone and now everything else is moving very quickly. So, um, that's good. Do you want to talk
1: about your other woe or do you want
0: Uh yeah, I can I can get into that. That's the reason that I am just nursing one beer over this podcast, although apparently I have been more drunk this podcast than than most. That's because I
1: punched you before the podcast started. I thought we weren't going to talk about that.
0: No worry, it was just a love tap. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Baby, love tap. <laughs> the,
0: no. Um. Long story short. It's a little old place where my uh, we can head together. My car... Sorry, that was for Jesse. Didn't start on Monday. Uh, I didn't have time to figure it out. Uh, Had to borrow the in-laws car. Um, Figured, well, ruled out because I was low on gas. And I thought maybe because I park at an angle, my vehicle thought it was out of gas. But I, with a jerry can, threw 20 bucks in. Still didn't start. Okay, This is not a gas problem, but it is a fuel problem because I am in the automotive industry. uh, So I do understand if it's nothing or clicking, that's an electrical problem. If it is cranking but not firing, that's a fuel or ignition problem. And going down the list, uh, fuel pump is your first thing. You might have a bad starter, and you might have bad uh, plugs, but all of them going bad, that that's not really likely. So you jumped a fuel pump. And sure enough, that is what went on my car. So I got it towed to the dealership, and the part wasn't in stock, so they had to order it. And finally, it's fixed today. And so after the podcast... Uh, Peter has not offered because I just begged. Peter has agreed to drive me to the dealership so I can bring my car home, which is why I can't get drunk. Mm -hmm. But I'm enjoying this one beer at least.
1: That's good. Uh, Well, speaking of things that uh, were a non-starter,
0: do we want to talk about the UK government? (laughs) If you've got more details, because I have... Barely any, but I do know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, so okay. I don't know all the details, I'd be interested to hear. Uh so the
1: official ta- okay, so for those who don't know, forty three days ago, Liz or because technically forty four days ago, I don't know. A bit over a month ago, Liz Truss yeah. was sworn in as the new Prime Minister after the scandal that rocked Boris Johnson yeah, he, resulted in him getting the fuck out.
0: He basically uh, quit before he was fired. Yeah, because he's a corrupt motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, it's rightly so. He was going to get fucking canned. He's been, a coru-
1: he's been a corrupt motherfucker his whole life. Philly I mean, yeah. like it's it's one of the things. He got away with it because he acted the buffoon. He would, he would always purposely mess up his hair right before interviews. He would always, he would just dis- disarm people. He just, to just tra- wanted to be the, the charming everyman. Yep. Which he was not. He was a corrupt motherfucker. Yes. He is a corrupt motherfucker and he should be in jail. I mean, he's not the only one, but I mean... Uh, anyway, so she gets, she gets voted in, uh, kills the queen. mm Mm-hmm. She, sorry, I know that's probably, but like, it was like, what, 48 hours after she met the queen that the queen passed?
0: To be fair, she was really old.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying it's a very unfortunate coincidence.
0: Yes. Uh, proposes
1: radical new tax cuts for the rich. Yeah, neat. They Uh, need that. Right as right as they're facing a fuel crisis going into the winter season, uh, which you know is not helped by the whole fucking war with Ukraine thing. Uh, And also hilarious coincidence, a poll was just released on um, which country other European countries think has the ugliest uh, people. UK was England was voted the worst in pretty much every country. Ouch! (laughs) Except uh, they said Belgium according to the UK. Uh, Ireland even Mm. said the English. Uh, which is always great, Turkey voted themselves. (laughs) Huh. Turkey, I mean, there's a lot of problems, so I don't want to try to say they need help, but I mean, they do. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah. Because of how quickly scandals were rocking the administration, I forget the channel. I want to say Sky. I could be wrong about this. They had a bet. Would a head of lettuce last longer than Liz Truss? The Lettuce One. That sounds like Sky. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Hurricane of Puns, of course, incoming. Uh, you know, it's th- she she could no longer remain. That was a classic one that came up quite a bit. Um I'm gonna hate this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and I'm you know to
0: stop nursing, I'm gonna finish my beer. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, it was just the tip of the iceberg. And uh she should have known that the lettuce would always finish ahead. That's that and so on. Yep. I think there was a complicated one involving the song from Frasier, you know, the one about Tossella and his scrambled eggs. hmm Yeah. I don't I can't repeat that one verbatim. You get the point. Mm-hmm. And uh my favorite is a quote from I gotta get make sure I get his name right because he's changed his name. Uh you remember Lord Buckethead? Oh yeah. He is now Count Binface. Oh. I think he got a different head is part of the reason. Well, he,
0: he would have gotten a a bin, which yeah. for those of you that don't speak uh British English, a garbage can.
1: Yeah. Well it definitely looks more like a garbage can, so that tracks. Uh is uh it said pitting Liz Trust against lettuce is offensive to lettuce. <laughs> which uh that's just that's not even a pun, that's just a good insult. Yep. And apparently factually true. So, the new finance minister who stepped in as Liz Truss has resigned has immediately reversed those fucking tax cuts. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, no one is falling for this bullshit right now. Um, I mean, they're at the point where, what is it, fucking talk shows are just giving away the prize is like six months of them paying for your house expenses for fuel and stuff. (laughs) And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's fucked up. I mean, it's it's like the game show where you pay off your student loan when you win money. You know, it's like a, it's unfortunate social commentary. Except they did that you no know, to wanting to highlight the problem with social. Like the the show was just trying to be like, oh, look at this wacky prize. I feel like they were a little more tone deaf. Um, but yeah, the long and short of it is, this trust is out, and very unfortunately, there appears to be a contingent who really want Boris Johnson back.
0: No. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Just and- because he was the last guy, he was not even on the list of the best guys. No, he's one of the worst. He, I bet if you if you think of British prime ministers, I don't think he would—I don't know how many they have had since they switched to an actual proper government— uh, we're not making fun of royalty as much this episode. Uh, never mind. But yep. I don't know how many of they have had, but I think you could do a top 20 and he wouldn't even be on that. No, he wouldn't be an honorable mention. No. Um. I mean, this is kind of the thing, that, Like,
1: everything that's happening has been the reckoning since Brexit. Yeah. Brexit fucked that country up. Uh-huh. I mean, don't forget, and, like, David Cameron got it done and immediately quit.
0: Yeah. Uh, for one thing, this is a thing I I, I know about anecdotally, not been there, uh, but apparently since Brexit, a lot of the, like, non-specialist hospital workers, like the people that actually got shit done and did the laundry and did the floors and did the food, they all got booted when brexit happened and so still to this day hospitals are barely being cleaned barely being fed and patients are being given like dirty linens unwashed it like is... it is fucking bad right now and
1: well this is this is the end result of a campaign to privatize the national health service in the uk since at least 2007 yeah, Like, like the guy fucked. who became health minister, and I think is still health minister, he may not <sighs> be anymore, hopefully, uh, this was basically something he was campaigning on, or, like, actively trying to do for, like, so he was basically, he, you know, it's burning it down to make people want to change it, which is a very common tactic, unfortunately. You know, it, it, sometimes they just bullshit, it, sometimes they actively ruin something, like... The IRS, they actively ruined, to say, now let's abolish the IRS. This is, of course, America. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're seeing a lot of fucked up shit right now with uh, declaring all trans people and all people who perform drag to be groomers. Which is uh, based on the news recent news item that a guy who campaigned against this type of thing uh, getting arrested for masturbating outside of an elementary school heavily suggests projection just gonna point that out i mean one guy doesn't prove projection correct but i am peter yeah mm-hmm.
0: i got a question for you mm-hmm. have some priests been caught and convicted of pedophilia oh yeah is every single priest a pedophile no, but an alarming number probably are. Uh yeah, so maybe that wasn't the best example. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it, it's, a, it's it's a systemic problem, Chris. So it, I mean it is. I know negative generalizations aren't good, but given the vitriol, I highly suspect a decent number of people in these ranks are actually pedophiles. Not everybody. Well, no, not, not everybody. Not
0: to get too deep into it. I'll say but, it. I I, I but,
1: think I have no proof. But I highly suspect, without evidence, so I am fully saying I do not say that, think this is a factual statement, that I do think I do suspect that public figure Matt Walsh is probably a pedophile.
0: Yep. I just here's, want to clarify he's a public the thing, figure. I for didn't even purposes. intend for it to go in that direction. I just the uh the generalization and the falsehoods of it, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> but here's the thing. Hmm. Humans By our very nature, are sexual beings. So, when you put a human in a situation where you tell this person they cannot be a sexual being, and by default they are, Mm. and then you surround them with only children, what do you think is going to happen? Chris is uh, advocating to castrate all priests? Is this where Uh, this is going? no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm saying the problem is with the system. Mm. Stop trying to pretend just because someone is a priest, they are not human. Because to say someone is not a sexual being is saying they're not human. Well, considering now, they only tend to
1: teach abstinence, I think they got much deeper systemic problems than that. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, but now we're getting wildly off topic. Stop preaching abstinence. Anyway, the UK is fucked and... Uh,
0: Humans are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. We suck. Yeah. Yeah. Pull the plug. Mm-hmm. Who's got the button? I want to push the button. Well, speaking of humans that suck,
1: uh, this is a great segue for a wrestling story, which is going to be one of the darker ones we've talked about. Okay. Yeah. This is one I've been uh, interested in talking about because this is another one that was featured on Dark Side of the Ring, which ben. again, I-, I recommend as a show. Uh, but it is definitely not a fun watch. Remind me, just generally, what that one was. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is a show from Vice that actively examines big tragedies, scandals, or just, oh, like, okay, f- fucked up th- events
0: in the wrestling history. Sorry, I mixed up. I thought this was another one of the like the kayfabe things that you told me about. No, 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 no. Okay, no,
1: this is this is very much a very good, a fairly solid docu show. Um. It's not without its flaws. There's a couple things like kinda, oh, yeah. I kind of I kind like I I both really liked and kind of disliked their episode on the collision in Korea because okay. there's a lot of really interesting stories, but then there's a whole subplot because um one guy admits he was seriously considering murdering another man while there, which man if that had happened. Oof. Yeah, which I mean, holy shit, that would have really
0: derailed that whole event more than it was that already Actually, fun. because yours is going to be longer, I'm going to jump in. Mm-hmm. Uh Mentioning documentaries. Mm, go ahead. I actually was going to talk about one and recommend one. Okay, go ahead. Um, This was... If this is old news and literally everybody has seen this but me, fair enough, because this was back in 2017. But if anybody hasn't watched this, uh, this is a four-part miniseries on Netflix uh, called uh the defiant ones oh okay and this is basically predicated on the at the time monumental deal when uh Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine uh the, the co-creators and owners of Beats Electronics the day they were bought by Apple that like that 4 billion dollar deal split evenly made Dr. Dre a record setting at the time the first rapper to become a billionaire ever and and he it it opens with the story of how he he being Dr. Dre was drunk out on a boat and just made a video social media post like bragging about it and talking about it before the papers were signed And so this opens with Jimmy Iovine talking about, like, when he found out about this, he's like, uh, bro, like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you want to tank this deal before it happens? But in the end, the deal did happen and history was made. But what it breaks down into after that is sort of a a back and forth documentary following both Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine just through their various careers so it gets into Dre and the NWA and it gets into uh, Iovine and his work um, being a sound engineer and then being a producer and then getting into Interscope with Dre and all that and it's a really interesting documentary and I highly recommend it
1: Nice um. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll take that as the cue to yep. dive in now. That that's that's my brief yeah. interjection. Um. So we're gonna talk a bit about Bruiser Brody and why you've probably never heard of him. Uh. Because I'm
0: sure, I've heard you talk about him actually.
1: Uh. Well, yeah. But I mean, aside from that. Yeah. Like there's there's a reason. Cause he was kind of how how to 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 put him in he didn't quite have the same level of impact as Andre the Giant uh, because Andre one was bigger. Yeah. But he was another giant man in okay. the seventies and eighties. Uh, like he debuted in 1973. Uh, and, uh, he was built at six foot eight and 300 pounds, which I mean, even in the era where like, it seemed like everybody was,
0: you know, over six feet tall. That's still something. Who is, um, just sorry, brief interruption. Cause I always ask you questions during these. Yeah, of course. Uh, who is the current "quote unquote" giant wrestler? Because uh, Great Kali is retired, right? Yeah, uh, the tallest. That's probably gonna be Omos in WWE. He's seven foot three. Oof, he's tall- is, that. Is a- he like Andre Big though? Because he he wasn't fat, but he was he was tall and wide. Like yeah, he was yeah, just a- Andre was tall big. and
1: wide because he had gigantism or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Andre, if I get it, I think his final height was still only, like, seven feet tall. I want to, yeah. what was he billed at? Oh, he was billed at seven foot four, but he probably wasn't actually that tall. He was close. I don't think he physically had the ability to not slouch. Yeah. Um, like, he would, I think by the end, Andre was, when he died, was seven foot four. Yeah. But I think during most of it, because he was still growing, right? Yeah. I think during his heyday, he was between six foot ten and... And 7 foot 2. Yeah. I I want to get that right. But um, this other guy that you mentioned. Omos is uh, 7 foot 3. He's taller than Great Khali. Oh. Yeah. And he's taller than a lot of known big men. Is, like... is he bigger though? Because Khali no. was... No, this guy's this guy's uh, decently lean for his height. Okay, because
0: Khali he, was... He's not was... thin, but he's like, you know... Yeah, Khali was good because he was like... He was muscular without being grotesque. And just tall and big? Anyway, yeah. sorry for that sidetrack.
1: No, no, it's, it's it's not the worst question. Um, yeah, d- uh, WWE definitely has one of the tall... Because I think the guy that they're trying to set up in AEW right now still isn't that tall. Uh, but he's pretty tall. Uh, how tall is M Singh? M Singh is 7... Damn it! The problem is, whenever I talk about height, I don't want to do metric. Um... Seven foot two, yeah. Satnam Singh is pretty tall as well. Yeah. AEW is trying to... But the problem is when they get to a certain height, they tend to be very awkward in the ring. Like, Omas is yeah. fairly terrible. Um, Satnam Singh, I haven't really seen him wrestle yet, but he doesn't seem that good. But they are giant men, so they are still a bit of a spectacle and tend to be very popular in certain countries, regardless, because they love giant wrestlers. Anyway, speaking of giant wrestlers, Brucey Brody. So one of the big things with him is, uh, like, he, he would often do sh- shit with a chain. Like, one of his major foes during, I want to say for at least five years, was uh, Abdullah the Butcher, who you'd imagine with a name like that is a pretty fucked up dude, and he is. Uh, Abdullah tended to do fucked up shit, especially with forks, and quick aside, Abdullah is also a very controversial figure because he had hepatitis, Mm. he still does, I believe, and he would constantly bleed everywhere. Yeah, that's not good. No, no, it's... You can understand like that's all you really need to know about Abdullah the Butcher, you know. <laughs> a guy who was happy to stab himself, but probably fucking shouldn't have. Anyway, uh so the, that two, is the
0: literally non K That is literally an aggressive act of violence. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's no. an assault. Yeah, like he's it's very controversial that he's in the WWE Hall of Fame and I understand why. Mhm. Uh like him as a person otherwise doesn't seem like the worst dude, but that's a very fucked up thing that he did. He's either
0: criminally stupid or criminally negligent. Criminal. Negligent is probably what it yeah.
1: is. Yeah, it's uh, I, that's what I put that down to. I don't think he ever thought it was going to be, but he probably gave a couple people hepatitis. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, it's pretty transmissible. <laughs> yep. But my point is that these two guys tended to re- wrestle matches that would really see them get fucked up, mm-hmm. and so as a result, like with his particular brawling style, one of he was very much an inspiration for Mick Foley, who we talked about a few weeks ago. And, like, but he also had a notorious habit of breaking kayfabe. Like, he would suddenly decide to stop selling during a match, selling of being the, you know, making it look like the guy's attacks hurt you. Mm-hmm. I think I briefly brought that up because Antonio Inouye had that problem too, but he would just fuck people up when
0: they did that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the he match, would just literally start fighting.
1: Yeah, well, the the match between Antonio Inoki and a guy called the Great Antonio, holy shit does that end brutally.
0: (laughs) He forgets about Kayfabe and he just literally starts actually fighting.
1: Well, I think Great Antonio just refused to sell any of the offense and that just pissed off Inoki, so he's like, all right, I'm going to make you bleed, motherfucker, and just beat the shit out of
0: him. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Which, I mean... No, but the guy you're talking about... uh, Bruiser Brody. Was his Breaking Kayfabe... And stopping selling, was that well received? Like, was he doing that because the audience was eating it up? A little
1: bit, yes, a little bit, no. Like, it's very hard to say what his exact menta- mentality was here. Like, an hmm. infamous example is he had a match with Lex Luger, uh, which I'm, I'm sure you might have heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Like, that was a legit question. I'm thinking, I think I brought him up a couple times. Man, he's he's got to be the topic of an episode at some point. Uh, not necessarily yeah, because
0: I don't know much about him, but I, I am aware that there is a wrestler with that name.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of shit with him. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a long one, because mm-hmm. uh, he's got a few demons. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, during a match with Lex Luger, he basically just stopped selling and just kind of stared off into space. So it's unclear if this was just him having attitude problems or maybe he had some undiagnosed conditions or maybe he was just like a horrible alcoholic or something. And it was affecting him. Yeah. Cause I don't see any like major, cause everybody supposedly was a heavy drinker at the time. Yeah. You know, and everybody was doing whatever. Cause like, like the undertaker were talking about this back in the day, everybody would drink beer and do drugs and have guns in their bags. Um, which comes to a, <clears throat> a head here. So, Bruiser Brody had also burned a lot of bridges. Yeah. Uh, he pissed off New that's Japan. a tongue twister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruiser Brody burned a lot of bridges. Yeah, that's a decent tongue twister. Um, yeah, he pissed off New Japan. He pissed off uh, WWF. Like, I think his last when was the last time he appeared in WWF? I hope you're uh, not asking me. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at the <laughs> I've got some information for me. Okay. Uh, he, 1976. Okay. Ooh. So he, d- he did fight, uh, Bruno San Martino when okay. he was WWF champion. So that's cool. And, um, he, one, one of the most important conflicts here was he battled a group called the invaders mm-hmm. who were Puerto Rican wrestlers. Like the, the original leader was a masked man called the invader. Um, like luchador
0: mask or...
1: Yeah, well, he like, legitimately wore a mask robber mask or cowboy, his real name is, like, <laughs> kerchief his, mask? It's a full-on face mask. He didn't want his mother to know he was a wrestler. Okay. Like, this is how, this is how intense that was. His real name is Jose Gonzalez, which is important because he's still alive. And it's kind of fucked up. We're going to get to here. Uh, and he refused to sell for Invader, and that pissed him off. So Anoki is constantly burning bridges. And I mentioned uh Invader was Puerto Rican. He was particular so, is this Inoki? Or... Sorry. Uh sorry, Brody. Yeah. Brody pissed off Invader and um and he ended up pissing off Anoki in New Japan. He pissed off All Japan. He pissed off the WWF. <laughs> he he wa he was on relatively good terms with the AWA. Uh the 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 guys who hosted the infamous Wrestle Rock. He was at Wrestle Rock. Nice. Yep. He fought Greg Gania in a cage because Greg Gania was in a rage. <laughs> that is... I mean, rage cage. Yeah. I'm Greg Gania and I'm in a rage. <laughs> Actual lyrics. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the AWA folded because they sucked. <laughs> uh, so he ended up working for the World Wrestling Council. Uh, Spanish name, Consejo Mundial de Lucha. Because lucha basically means professional wrestling yeah. in Mex- in uh, spanish not mexican i know they said mexican which is important because we're talking about puerto rico and it was founded by carlos colón senior uh the patriarch of the colón wrestling family which is a big family of uh, puerto rican wrestlers mm-hmm. and it's important that uh, carlos colón and invader jose gonzalez uh were friends i've heard some say best friends and i've seen others refute it so but it's important to know they're friends here so of course, Invader basically had a job for life in the WWC. Bruiser Brody shows up, desperate for work, and you'll remember Invader fucking hates this guy. <laughs> so, in 1988, Bruiser is, t- is scheduled to have a match at the. I'm gonna actually get the location because I've got it right in front of me. It's at a pla- It's in a place called Abaimon. I think that's the name of the city. Uh yeah that's the best pronunciation you can get out of me. It's <laughs> at enough. the at the Juan Ramon Lubriel Stadium. Uh and Jose Gonzalez was a was the booker, which is the guy who sets up the matches and stuff. And he invited Bruiser Brody into the showers to discuss things. Kinky. Nobody knows what exactly happened because they were alone in the showers and like, it was like a purposely discreet area. What is known is that there was screams. And when Tony Atlas, another wrestler, uh, came in, he saw Gonzalez standing over a stab bruiser Brody with a knife. Other wrestlers who witnessed the, at least part of this are dance by who was bruiser Brody's scheduled opponent at the time. And, um, uh, Dutch Mantel of the Mantel wrestling family, relatively known dude. He's done work for AEW, he's still around. Uh I think Tony Atlas is pretty much retired if he's still alive. I think Tony Atlas is still alive. Yep. But yeah, so unfortunately, because of it being a very big show, it took the paramedics like almost an hour to even get to Brody. And then as I mentioned, he's a six foot eight tall man. So
0: they had a hell of a time even getting him out of there. Yeah, that's, that's logistically, as, as a, like, emergency medical personnel, Mm -hmm. it's hard enough just doing your job and, like, full fucking salute. Uh, that's a hard fucking job to do. But then when you get either the six and a half to seven foot dude or the morbidly obese, like, Three, three fifty, four hundred. Like, how do you even do your job? Like that That sucks. You get a call and you're just like, I literally can't do anything. That must fucking suck. <laughs> so
1: as a result, um Bro- Brody was left to basically bleed for an hour with multiple stab wounds <sighs> in the stomach. So, was the other dude actually charged? That's what I'm getting to. Okay. So Brody died. Um, And then uh, he uh, Jose Gonzalez was charged with murder. He pleaded self-defense, which is a heck of a thing when you have a knife and the other guy is barehanded. But I mean, he is a six foot eight man.
0: That so, man is a weapon, to be yeah. fair. Not that I'm trying to defend the murderer.
1: N- no, no. Uh, And he was acquitted. And one of the main reasons it's considered a bit of a sham trial is that the witnesses for the prosecution claimed they never received their court summons until the trial was already over. This this includes like Tony Atlas, Touchman, uh, yeah, people who were there, like not they didn't see the th- but they they had the aftermath. Also, uh, they never found the murder weapon,
0: which is very suspicious because uh, an eyewitness saw it in. His hands. So if you were self-defense, uh, why did you hide it? Yeah. And um, yeah, so the classic conspiracy
1: theory is that uh, Carlos Colon, who is also very politically connected, uh, probably helped cover everything up because it's his promotion and he wanted to make sure yeah. one of his big stars, his friends, uh, didn't uh, go to jail and, you know, none of them necessarily really like Brody that much because he could be difficult to work with. Yeah. So they just covered up a murder neat that's always
0: great to hear about
1: yeah yeah so and uh yeah jose gonzalez would continue to wrestle for many more years he uh did an event just this year
0: so what was the what was the general reception like with all the other wrestlers and stuff Oh, well, I mean, like this had to have at least caused division. Like, oh yeah, didn't some people say like some I'm not people with that to guy. refuse to
1: refuse to work for WWC to this day? Oh yeah, as a result, I I, like,
0: I imagine I.
1: It's it's hard yeah. because the Cologne family does produce like both them, them themselves and like the people they train does produce some very talented wrestlers. Like, um, there's some of his kids. I want to say, um. Yeah, because Carlito Colón uh, and some of his other kids are were are veterans of the WWE now. Hmm. Like Carlito Colón had a thing where he's very cool, and if you didn't think he was he was cool, he would take a bite out of an apple and then spit it at you, <laughs> which is a pretty awesome thing.
0: Uh, that's pretty great, but yep. like, how do you get to that gimmick? I I don't even know. It, it, <laughs> like it's... you're you're constantly as a wrestler, you're either trying to find your persona when you're starting out. Or you're trying to evolve your persona as you go on. Or you're just trying to reinvent a new one when that one's getting old. But like the certain, and this applies to so many wrestlers. Like there are certain aspects of this persona, either face or heel, and certain gimmicks that are your gimmicks that you just wonder like, where did that come from? Like, how did you get there?
1: Yeah, it's... Like, I don't think any of their active wrestlers are really that well-known, but, like like I said, some of their alumni have uh, ha- done a hell of a thing. Like, I think Bobo Brazil was tied to them. Bobo Brazil... Uh, I think I mentioned this before. Uh, don't Af- think Afri- familiar. I think I mentioned him a few w- weeks back. African-American wrestler. hmm Yeah. Uh, one of the first uh, African-American wrestlers to really bring in the mainstream. So, I mean, obviously, modern audiences would have no fucking idea who he is. Yeah. But, I mean, he was... Uh, yeah, he was a veteran of them as well, because the WWC, like, you know, they tended to employ people who were otherwise unemployable, because, yeah it's Puerto Rico, and they'll bring in people, and it'll help them make money. Uh, so...
0: Sorry, I think you mentioned this. I I'm getting mixed up in my head with the obvious comparison of WCW versus WWC. Is the sea champion both times or? No, it's council. Council. Okay. That's what I was getting yeah. confused And even on. then, that's an English
1: translation roughly of what their uh, Spanish yeah. name is. Because it's not like uh, CMLL where it's actually like, Conciaga Mexicana Lucha Libre. Right? There's no American acronym for them. Yeah. Uh, American. I mean, let's be honest. I, I think I'm right with that statement. English. <laughs> yeah, but... I know. I know. Uh, and, like, I think AAA, the other Mexican wrestling company, not to be confused with the automotive service, uh, that's also Spanish acronym. Uh, yeah, like, there's a reason I don't talk about the WWC much, though, because, one, I don't really care to support them much, considering this cloud has hung over them since 1988. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, other fucked up shit. But they're still raising money for Puerto Rico, which has been hit by yet another hurricane, so they're not all bad. Yeah. So I will give them credit for that.
0: We are nearing time. Do you have any other thing that you wanted to briefly cover that we didn't get to? Or should Um, we just wind up? Oh, hey, did you know that G1, or sorry, not G1, G4 folded? I did not.
1: Yep, it's folded again. And Hmm. we know how many viewers they had per episode on cable. So I want to preface this. Because it is bad. It's very fucking bad. I want to preface this, though. Remember, they have all their clips available on YouTube pretty much right away. They have Mm -hmm. all their clips available on Twitter and all the other social media pretty much right away. Full episodes are aired on Twitch, and I believe are available for replay. And then one day later, an edited version of the Twitch, Twitch broadcast is aired on cable. How many viewers do you think they
0: actually got because of this? Uh Bearing in mind
1: also their target audience, because that's probably gonna play into this a lot.
0: Um or, or what what demographic are we talking about? We're or, talking people like no, around our age. Yeah, but is this all across North America or just US? Uh so, this is just US figures. I know that much. Okay, so even a small number has to be big. <laughs> I would say I would say low thousands. Yeah. Keep going. Like uh I would say like twenty six hundred. Lower. Oof. Yeah. We don't even need to keep guessing. Uh, that's they, they, bad. It, ra- it rounded, I don't know up or down,
1: to a thousand. Now that is the average, <sighs> but that's a fucking bad average. That's terrible. And kinda underlines the fucking stupidity
0: of even bothering to air it on T V in the first place. Yep. That's uh, I bet their online audiences I bet every medium they released it, except for TV, was a higher. I'm number. gonna quickly check their YouTube channel as we wrap up here.
1: I just want to see what their biggest viewed video from like the last, um, let's say, okay, yeah, here's a here's a live reaction uh, that didn't get a lot of views. That's probably not the best example because that's a live stream anyway. What's what's a? Uh, those are streams. Search by most viewed. Oh, yeah, right, there is a most viewed. Sort by most popular. Oh, YouTube numbers are not good. The best viewed video was their launch video, and that didn't even crack a million views. That didn't even crack (sighs) 200,000 views. Oof. Uh, A few of their podcast chats and stuff and especially some of the stuff featuring, uh, Austin Creed, which makes sense. Xavier Woods. Uh, those did all right. But, uh, yeah. Not great. Not great at all. The Kevin Pereira
0: return video only got 43,000 views. Oof. Not sounding good. New. No. Uh, speaking of somebody that has no fans, no views, and no listeners. Aw. Uh... Should should we do an outro?
1: Why don't we just get them to call us?
0: How would they do that, Peter? I don't know. Come on, you got the uh, the Extra Life URL, correct? Yeah, but I don't... I'm not going to get the phone number right. It isn't Cab Luzzle. I know. It's 1-833-222-1091. You can leave a voicemail. It almost certainly will end up on an episode and we will listen to it together and talk about it and probably make fun of it so definitely uh, call and subject yourself to public humiliation, please I kid we would love to hear from people any thoughts or feelings or comments or questions Uh, what were we just about to do Peter?
1: We could have a long conversation about the nature of man, and um, in, in particular, its beginnings and its
0: outros. That'll do. Three, two,
1: one. Lipstick,
0: trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe tread like grease and chrome, front bumper, universal bearing, aerial, breaks, shoe,
1: shock absorber.
0: what's the what's the aerial?
1: Not a pig, Chris.